Okay, so tonight, Be'ezra Sashem, we're going to be continuing with our series of Shirim on entering into the sea of wisdom based on the teachings of the Tzaddik and the Gon Rav Yitzhak Maya Morgenstern Shlita. And this particular Nakuda, this particular Nakuda will demand a little bit more of a Hakdama. It's a very short Nakuda. It's not even the Rebbe's own Chiddush as much as the Rebbe's framing of Akasha, which I think is such a, a fundamental Nakuda in terms of what it means to understand oneself and especially the context of Ben Adam Lechavero as we relate to the other. And so what the Rebbe is talking about is a remarkable statement from the Rebbe Rashab, from Shalom Dovber Schneerson, the fifth Lubavitcher Rebbe, the Rambam of Hasidah, so to speak, who the Rebbe very clearly is yoinik, an incredible, incredible amount of not only ideas from, but also framing of language. There are certain terms in language that the Rebbe uses, like metzias she'enebe metzias, existence that is non-existent, which really doesn't find itself expressed anywhere in that particular formulation. I've said this before and people were very upset that I ignored the Rambam. The Rambam doesn't use that exact Lashon, um, the Rebbe Rashab does, but also Baruch Hashem, I've been able to find it in Rav Tzadok. And somebody pointed out to me that Rav Hutner uses the same Lashon as well. But the Rebbe is very much Makusher to the Rebbe Rashab and the Mahalach of the Rebbe Rashab in Tarasa Hasidus especially the Ma'amarim, or the year-long discourse that the Rebbe Rashab gave in the year 1806, I might be wrong on one year or so, Tafresh Samech Vav, which was considered a revolutionary year in terms of a giloy of Hasidus B'derech Hezber, where the Rebbe Rashab utilized teachings from Rabbeinu Azriel of Gerona, kind of emphasizing the Nukuda of Dira B'tachtenim, how what HaKadosh Baruch Hu truly desires from us is to make a dwelling place for him, specifically within the lowest possible expression of this worldliness. And there were, in a, f- a few weeks ago, the Shalashudistrasha that Rabbi Kiva Erlinger Shlita writes up, it gets sent out even prior to its being published in the, in the weekly printouts. This drasha, the Rebbe said it was either two or three weeks ago, it was something incredible, saying that there's Ramazim in the Svarim from the Talmidim of the Balshemta Fakadosh, in particular the Sefer Or Haganuz which is Mazbir, that the Shnas Tafresh Samech Vav was Shayach to Mashiach, that there was a certain messianic expectancy associated with that year. And the Rebbe writes a story that the Rebbe likes bringing down very often, that there was one year where the Tzemach Tzedek was very excited, very inflamed with the notion that Mashiach Tzedkenu was supposed to arrive that year. And after Mashiach didn't come, they came to the Tzemach Tzedek and they said, what happened? Mashiach didn't come. And the Tzemach Tzedek says, what do you mean? We published new writings for the Balatanya, Mashiach came. Meaning to highlight the fact that redemption is a subjective experience as well as what the objective historical moment will be. So even though Tafresh Samach Vav was not the Giloy of Mashiach Mamish, the Giloy of the Torah of the Rebbe Rashab on a certain level was a redemptive aspect. And the Rebbe explains that the Nakuda in Tafresh Samach Vav, that is so deeply associated with a new Giloy of Mashiach, is the idea that the Rebbe Rashab uses to describe the notion of being a Ben to HaKadosh Baruch Hu and an Eved the Vasachas, of simultaneously serving God as a child and as an Eved. Because usually, according to the hierarchical binary of how a person should serve God, so there's the level of Eved, there's the servitude, which is without mindfulness, without true awareness of the depths of the king, but we simply follow suit. 
And then above that, there's the level of the Ben, which is the son who understands the panemius of the father. But what the Rebbe Rashab describes is that there's a Darga where the Ben decides to act like an Eved. That even though you can grasp the depth of the king, even though you can grasp the depth of the Ratzon Ha'elion, you choose nevertheless to abandon your Mochan and engage in utter self-abandonment in the act of Bittal. And this is an idea that the Rebbe also is Makashar to a famous Torah from the Lukute Maran as well. But these were Joshos from Tavshin Samachay. This was the year before Tafresh Samachvav. And the Rebbe Rashab said something incredible. The Rebbe Rashab said that there's a Mesora that the Admore Chabad, and given over from the Magad of Mezrich to his son, Rav Avram Hamalach, who was the Chavrus of the Balatanya, and then given over to the Mitler Rebbe, and then the Tzemach Tzedek, and then, and then the Maharash, and then the Rebbe Rashab, and then the Rebbe Rayatz, and then the seventh Labavitcher Rebbe, that there's a Mesora that the Koyach of Achila, the Koyach of holy eating, mindful eating, is so present in the teachings of these tzaddikim that they're eating, and this is the language of the Rebbe Rashab, the, the eating of the Balatanya was on the Darga of Achilas Hagvul Shel Olam Ha'atzilus. That it was almost as if when the Rebbe, when the Balatanya was partaking of food, what he was truly engaging in was the point of connection between HaKadosh Baruch Hu's infinite expression and the first instantiation of limitation, something that takes place in the world of Atsilas, where we're told that the vessels and the oros are both expressive of the infinite light of HaKadosh Baruch Hu. And the Rebbe Rashab says, this is a darga that we can understand, but there's an even higher darga of achila that is on the level of the gvul sheba or ein sof, which we at this point have no hasaga of, and those are the words of the Rebbe Rashab. And then the Rebbe Rashab asks Akasha. He says, but how could it be that the Balatanya was Zoha to a world of Atsilus if Rabbi Akiva and the Tanayim we know from the Sefer HaGilgulim and from the Zohar HaKadosh were only Zoha to a world of Yitzira? How could it be that later generations should be Zoha to a higher spiritual grasp than earlier generations who were not Zoha to such a grasp? So here we have to look at a little bit of an introduction. What the Arizal tells us is that in terms of the formation of the worlds, there are five worlds that descend in hierarchical order. So the first, which is going to be the loftiest and most spiritually refined, is something referred to as the Olam of Adam Kadmon. And then the other four worlds in descending order are going to be Atsilus, which is the highest, where it's only good. Then there's going to the world of Bria, which is mostly good with some semblance of the possibility of negativity. Then there's going to be a world of Yetzira, which is half and half, good and bad. And then there's going to be the world of Asiya, which is a world that is mainly bad with a little bit, uh, mainly negative or concealed with a little bit of light. And that's the lowest gradation. So the typical assumption is that these are simply five layers stacked on top of each other with one world of Adam Kadmon, one world of Atsilas, one world of Bria, one world of Yetzirah, and one world of Asiya. What the Rebbe has done with the writings of the Rashash and the Taurus Chacham, which are really contained within the writings of the Arizal, is he has shown us that in truth, everything that is described in the Sefer Eitz Chaim on a grand total scale of five general worlds is also true on the microscopic level, so that every particular that you find in the system of the Arizal contains within itself a subset of all other particulars. 
Meaning to say that instead of looking at things as a hierarchical order descending from the highest level of Adam Kadmon, then down to Atsilus, Bria, Yetzira, and Asiya, in truth, Adam Kadmon contains within itself an Adam Kadmon, an Atsilus, a Bria, Yetzira, and Asiya. The world of Atsilus also contains within its subset of its wholeness, so too with the world of Bria, so too with the world of Yetzira, so too with the world of Asiya. The reason for this, as is made very clear in the writings of the Arizal, is that when you're dealing with holiness, the whole contains the part and the part contains the whole. So no matter how small of a particular that you are examining, if you look at it with precision through a microscopic lens, you will come to find that it contains everything. This is the birthplace of the idea of sameach b'chelko, that a person has to be happy with what they have because in truth what they have contains everything. So based on this reasoning, the Rebbe asks a kasha on the Rebbe Rashab's kasha. The Rebbe Rashab is asking the kasha, how could it be that Balatanya, who came way after Rebbe Akiva, was zochet to the go to the world of Olam HaAtzilus, when Rebbe Akiva, who came way before the Rebbe Rashab, was only zochet to come to the world of Yitzira, clearly a discrepancy in value. So the Rebbe Rashab says, what's the kasha? Rabbi Akiva reached the world of Yitzira in his five worlds of Adam Kadmon, Atzilus, Bria, Yitzira, Nasiya. He reached Yitzira in his own worldview, in his own universe that contains all these gradations in it. And the Balatanya reached Atzilus in his own worldview. So simply because the Balatanya seems to have reached a higher rung on the hierarchical order doesn't mean anything because Rabbi Akiva operated in a self-sustained existence where his worlds were higher than the other worlds. So this kasha that the Rebbe is asking on the kasha of the Rebbe Rashab is incredible. How could you possibly come to compare one person's spiritual growth to another person? They operate in completely separate universes and their levels and their gradations and their status value are all according to their own particular stance in the world and the hishtalshalis of Kedusha. So the Rebbe says it must be that the Rebbe Rashab's question was coming from a different perspective, that Instead of looking at the Rebbe Rashab's question as this hierarchical order, assuming that there's only five worlds of Adam Kadmon, Atsilas, Bria, Yetzir, and Asiya, so clearly it's coming from the perspective of Ovi, of this three-dimensionality that the Rebbe, that the Rashash introduced, which is that everything contains everything else in it. So what the Rebbe Rashab was really asking was that why is it that the Balhatanya was Zochet to ascend to the world of Atsilus in his own self-sustained universe of five worlds, while Rabbi Akiva and his Chavraya were only Zoha to ascend to the world of Yitzira in their self-sustained universe of five worlds. And we're going to come back to this Nakuda because I think it's a remarkable, remarkable way of really redeveloping an understanding of what comparison to one another actually means. But we'll look at what the what the Rebbe writes. The Rebbe says as follows. He spoke with regards to the Kedusha of Achila, and this was last Shabbos, actually, that the Rebbe was speaking this out. And the Rebbe was reading from the writings of the Rebbe Rashab. Where the Rebbe Rashab writes remarkable things about his grandfather, the Balatanya, her great-grandfather, his eating was on a level as if he was partaking of the loftiest instantiation of limitation, 
on a certain level, meaning that he was so abundantly aware that physicality is not truly physicality. <clears throat> and so too, each and every one of the Admorim were able to be makabel this by way of Yerusha. We have a little bit of a Havana of this level. But there's a level of partaking of physicality of eating, which is even higher than this, which is the Darga of eating on the level of the Gvul de Ein Sof, which the Rebbe Rashab says, but with regards to this Darga, Later on in this week's teachings, the Rebbe has an incredible diyun with regards to the machlaikas about Simpson and utilizing the Yosher uh, Levav's shita of kol haro'i lebila in bila ma'akeves boy, where the Rebbe says that there's in 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 Breslov and by the Rambam, there's two, there's three dargos. There's hasaga bederech kain, meaning there's positive assumptions. There's things that we can actually claim we know affirmative statements about godliness. Then there's going to be hasaga b'derech shlila, grasping what we can't know. And then there's a darga of shlila sashlila, which is the negation of negation, which is what we can't even begin to understand that we don't know. Just kind of shayach tapurim a little bit. But this concept of eating on the level of gvul de'in sof is already something that we have no shayachas to even understanding. Umak shasham chved kedushas ha and the Rebbe How could it be that the Rebbe Rashab, who comes way after the emergence of Rebbe Akiva, how could it be that he was Zocha to a higher level? The Rebbe says, what's the kasha over here? Shahalo Pashut Shahayitsira Shal Akva Abiya Shal Rabbi Akiva was a much higher level than the Atsilas of the Akva Abiya of the generations of Ikfasa de Mashicha. Even though they were only Zoha to a lower level, their lower level within their self-saturated universe of their own unity was clearly of a higher level than the higher level of our lower generations. And the Rebbe brings down a Makor that's beferish for this in the Likutim of the Vilnagon, in the back of his parish on Safaditz Nusa, although the Leshem says that those Likutim are not from the Vilnagon, which the Rebbe is Avada aware of. Vimkain Mahakushya, that was that's what the Rebbe asked. What's the Kasha here? Clearly, you can't compare one person to another. They each operate in their own self-sustained universes. Ella beer hakushi hu al piastaklushal ovi. But rather, the true way of understanding this kasha is that by looking at the depth perception, where we realize that each particular contains within itself all five levels of worlds. So the question is, Madua Bedairas Haachroinim. Why is it that in the later generations, Zahu Hatsadikim Levoy El Haatsilus shall akva abia shalahem? Why is it that in the later generations they were Zoichat to come to the Atsilas of their own five worlds? And why was it that the generations earlier of the Tanayim were not Zochet to reach their own particular form of Atsilas? And here the Rebbe answers in a Bederach Pashut, this is something that's a claw Gadol for the Rebbe. Umatari tells that, but this is really the Rebbe Rashab's answer. Shekivan, Shebedaris Achrein, Meir Kvartaris Achasidus, that already the Gilo of the Balshem Tafakadosh and all of the Tzadikei Hadoirais, Shehu Or Chayzer Mitaraso Shem Mashiach HaKarv Leskalus, which as the Rebbe explains very clearly is just the refracted light of the Or of Mashiach that will eventually arrive, 
Therefore, because we're closer to the end of history, those generations that find themselves in the later parts of history in a lower level are still somehow paradoxically capable of reaching a higher level. In the earlier generations, where even though they were of a higher level, they were not close enough to the end to receive the capacity of that reverberating light. I think just the pashtas, the reason I wanted to stress this point is because it's mamish and incredibly assoid when it comes to comparing oneself to another person on any level. That kina and taiva and kavod are mitzina sa'adam me'alamo. They take a person out of their personal world and they drive a person to be koifer in what they have, both beruchnius and begashmius. When in truth, the ikr nekuda is ha'sameach bechelko. Like the Ramah says, toiv lev mishta tamid based on the Pasuk and Mishle, that the Iker is for a person to have Simcha Tamid. And what the Vilna Gon points out in his parish on the Heichalos of Parshas Pekudei, on Dafresh Nun, is that this Inyan of Toiv Lev Mishte Tamid is the Inyan of Sameach Bechelko, that a person has to be Besimcha with their Chelek, both in Ruchnias, both in Gashmias, as well as Ruchnias. That this Klal of being joyous with your lot is not simply relegated to physicality, but the Priha Aretz, the Vitebsker, as well as the Vilnagon points out that this applies to Ruchnius as well. So how could it be? How could it be that a person should find satisfaction in their own lot? Because even if I only reach the world of Asiya in my five worlds, in my personal universe, which is mine alone, singularly, I don't operate in the same universe as other people. Each and every human being is operating within their own universe and wherever they find themselves is where they need to be or where they happen to be at in their particular system. But to compare my system to another person's system like the Rebbe's Kasha and the Rebbe Rashab is, is, is a mistake because I operate according to a different set of spiritual laws than the person next to me. This might be what it means when Rabbi Nachman tells in his Sipur of the Chacham and the Tam that when the Tom who pretended that everything was perfect, that even though he had no food and no meat, he would say to his wife, bring me our steak, and she would bring him stale bread, and he would say, ah, oh, what a gewaldic estate. And he didn't have wine, and he said to his wife, bring me the wine, and she brought him water, and he said, ah, oh, what wonderful wine. And then when his wife came to him and said, why are you charging this amount while the other is charging that amount? The Tom answers, zema aseshalo, this is my Misa, that's their Misa, and more, what good is there for me to speak about other people? Now, if I operate in the same universe as other people, then Mistama, it makes sense to compare myself. But in truth, because as the Rebbe is pointing out, we all operate within our own universe of Akva Abiyah, of Adam Kadmai, Natsilas, Bri, Yitzira, Nasiya, all of the gradations of spiritual growth and descent. So then there's no value in comparison because we each operate like Echad Haya Avraham. And so I thought that I just wanted to bring out this kasha that the Rebbe had because it, it is a fundamental shift in what it means to look at other people. I don't know what's happening in another person's universe because they don't operate in my universe. And this is true for each and every individual person that I am singular in the universe. Everybody else is periphery as the Lubavitcher Rebbe used to point out. But as long as I bear in mind that that's true for the person right next to me, as long as I'm aware that I'm periphery in their world, then everybody is going to be b'shalom, as the Rebbe Rasha points out in the Maimar Hechatsu. And so Be'ezus Hashem, this Nakuda from the Rebbe, this Chiddush that comes by way of Akasha on the Rebbe Rashab 
in my mind, is just a, a very fundamental nakuda of ben adam and ben adam l'makom.